Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Here's a reminder, we are doing the Brown Ambition one-year anniversary contest, and we want everyone to send us emails and tell us what Brown Ambition means to you. And you could win a free dinner in New York City um, with me and Tiffany in September. So send your submissions. The deadline, I believe, is the end of this week, and winners will be announced next week. And we just would love to treat you guys. Do you want to tell them what date? Because someone did ask me what date, now that we picked the date. Oh, the date of the dinner would be September 16th. Yeah. And it, what time? Like what? Like 7, 5, or 7 p.m. ish, evening time ish. It's going to be okay. one of those things where we find out when everyone's free. Yeah. So it's Friday. That's a Friday. It's a Friday, September 16th. Yeah. At so, Delicious so, P.O. P.O. Oh, my God. P.O. P.O. Honestly, that even if you don't want to see me and Mandy, you want to eat that food. The chicken. Uh, everything, literally everything. It doesn't even make sense. Somebody's grandmother is like, is like, she must sleep in the kitchen there and just wakes up and just cooks because the food is like, whoo child, whew. You just gotta love it. So yeah, so we hope to see you and we wanna, you know, hug up on you, talk, talk, you know, brown girl, smize and all that kind of fun stuff. So definitely email us what Brown Ambition means to you at brownambitionpodcast at gmail.com. Brown ambition, brown ambition. It sounds like a, um, like Three's Company. Like, remember? Did you ever used to watch Three's Company? Have a knock on my door. <laughs> Take the step that is new. That's all I know. <laughs> I think I learned that from an episode of Full House. Possibly, it was like very meta. I never actually watched an episode. Right. That's like I, I didn't know until I got older that like the Brady Bunch was from like years before. I didn't you know, as a kid, you don't think about why these kids wearing bell bottoms. You're just like, whatever. <laughs> That's true. You know, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, did you go? You were just in San Fran, right? Yes. Um, uh, also, welcome to Brown Ambition. If you didn't catch it, this is the show you're listening to. Um, <laughs> our man, our poor manners. Our poor manners. How how dare we? Yeah, I was just in SF. The locals call it SF, so that's what I'm going to call it. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, I've been twice, so that's what I qualify as. <laughs> oh, big. Okay, okay, big. No, gal. no, that wasn't serious. I'm not a local at all. Um, it's it was good. I was like a workcation. Okay. Uh, where you work, but then you try to have fun at the same time, uh, Did you have fun? which was new for me. 
Um, yeah, I did have a really good time. I like, worked during the day. I actually was mooching off my best friend who just got a really sweet job at LinkedIn and okay. got to go check out their offices, which are, I don't know, you know, it just makes me like think back on my Silicon Valley days at the good old Yahoo. Because just when I tell you this cafeteria, I had the best Indian food I've had pretty much anywhere at the LinkedIn cafeteria. Really? Like, it was delicious. Yeah, they had the papadum, which is like, like crunchy, like crackery bread type thing and like butter chicken. And then, but then they also had a barbecue area. It was just like the land of riches um, uh, and like a rooftop sounds- area and then an ice cream bar every day what? at 2 p.m. That's just fattening. Like that's not even right. I literally stayed there from noon until 4 p.m. I was just like, I guess I'll just stay here. <laughs> <laughs> Read my book on the friend. rooftop and uh, oh, nice view of downtown. And I went, you know, the, I didn't partake in the ice cream social because, you know, I'm a lactose. But um, I, they have like M&Ms on tap and just oh like just nuttiness. Like I had to get out of there at the end of it. I'm like, this is not natural. This is not OK. I need <laughs> to go back to reality. Um, is everybody overweight there? No, everyone, it's California. Everyone's like thin and like active. I'm sure they all like rode their bikes to work. I don't know. But uh, what I like the most about SF is the weather though, because like it must be the most boring job in the world to be a meteorologist in a, in San Francisco <laughs> because you're just like, well, it's the same as it was yesterday, folks. And that's your forecast. Bye. Like it's the <laughs> same every day. It's like 55 with the high of 62. Um, but we did, we went out and did, uh, something I always wanted to do, which was, uh, Napa Valley. We went on a wine tour. Oh, aren't you very, um, almost 30. It was very fancy. Well, <laughs> whenever I, I like doing tours where like you get a driver cause especially on a wine tour, cause you don't want to be designated driver. You want to like enjoy yourself and mm-hmm. you don't want to worry about directions and that kind of stuff. But, uh, we, so we did this nice tour through, um, com, which I think is owned by TripAdvisor. Okay. But uh, we the de- the average age of the van was basically like sixty six years old. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, me, and me and my friend were like la la la. Uh, yeah, it was funny, but uh, we had a great great time. Very fancy pants. I like San Fran. Did you do the trolley? Yes, we did. Why is that so exciting? Like, yes, we did the trolley. She dragged me the seven dollar. I'm like, why am I paying seven dollars to go to? First of all, we had to pay two dollars to get to the trolley. Took the bus to the trolley just to hop on the trolley and pay seven more dollars just to ride up the hills in the opposite direction of where we needed to go, so that we could get off and then pay for an Uber back to where we needed to go. Just so you can say I did the trolley. I know. So I'm very touristy, honestly, like embarrassingly so. Whenever I go places, I'm always like, what's the touristy thing? can do so i did the trolley in san fran i had to rent a bike and i rode over the um golden gate bridge oh you did i i've driven over i didn't ride my bike over it though yeah it was much windier than i anticipated (laughs) (laughs) that is a windy city it is i was like so i'm freezing every and every corner is a different climate in san francisco is what yes and then like you like so one we went to the pier fisherman's wharf well now we i was by myself but i I went to Fisherman's Wharf, which is cool. It's like, you know, a port or I don't know, like not really a beach, but it's just like a like the sea. That's what it seems like. But then you have downtown and then you have beaches. Honestly, San Fran is one of my favorite American cities. I even did the crookedest road in America. Oh, Lombard Street. Yes. I was like, oh, my God, I'm doing everything. It just I had such a good time. I I um, you know, they have a mere woods, which is um, beautiful redwood forest. Yeah, we I'd, I'd gone like we did a uh, 
uh, fiance and I went a couple of years ago and did like the big road trip up the PC, the Pacific coastal highway. Mm. And so we hit all, we hit all the big stuff in San Francisco, like during that trip, like we went to the Redwood forest, we did all the, the Lombard street and like the pier and that kind of stuff. So this time I like to like get all that stuff out of the way in one visit yeah. and then, and then come back and just focus on the food. <laughs> yeah, they have very, very, very good food. I think San Fran is known for their Asian food, isn't it? Like Indian food, uh, Thai yeah. food. Yeah. Oh my God. We had the mo- most amazing, we were in the Mission District, which is like the Latino yeah. heavy neighborhood, but we had the best Thai food there randomly. Um, but yeah, it has like, they have Japantown, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and Chinatown, really good food, really, really good food. And even better, I didn't pay for my flight because I had points, 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 points. Isn't that the best? Like, it's I'm the actually best. going away to... um for my birthday, I finally booked my birthday trip, pre-birthday trip, because, you know, Superman, we're counting on you to make this birthday special, bling, bling, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. So, the other day, he's, like, so, at, that, at this point, he's given up on trying to even be, like, a surprise or anything. He's like, so, send me pictures of rings you like. <laughs> what? Come on. Play the charade. <laughs> I know. And I was like, okay. I was like, I'll just send Drina with you. He's like, no, I can do it. I'm like, yeah, I will send somebody with you. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure it'll be a surprise when it happens, but at least we're moving in the right direction. So, um, so, so, so what did um, you decide to go for your trip? My pre- so I'm going to go to Paris and Prague, PP. Ooh. I, mean, I know. I'm I excited. So, to go to Prague. Me too. And so a friend of mine, I've always wanted to go to Paris. I mean, I've been to France before. I've been to the French Riviera, Cannes and stuff, but I've never gone to Paris. And a friend of mine who she's like my favorite travel partner, cause we have like identical travel, like mo's you know mm-hmm. like she's very easygoing she likes walking i like to do a lot of walking um she's very like you know we can either do a lot or a little i don't she's just a perfect travel partner like those are hard to it, come by it is and it's so weird because we live in the same city and we never hang out it's like she's like we're friends like hey girl hey but we don't hang out but when it's time to travel i'm like madeline are you ready she actually has a company called traveling mad where she like helps uh kids travel so she helps like college kids uh, do like um exchange programs and she also tries to get kids especially in urban areas like their first passport stamp so she's dope so she actually went to um paris for her master's and lived there for a number of years speaks french fluently and like so i'm excited to go to paris with her so i can do touristy things but then i can also do like you know not super touristy things and then prague is a new a new um place for her and i've, I've never been either so it's gonna be fun we'll be um for about a week, like seven days, seven, seven, eight full days. So it'll be fun. I'm excited. Oh, fun times. That's um, October? Yeah, we're gonna, I'll be going in the, the first week, first or second week of October. Oh, I love it. Yep, so I'm excited. Cause I was like, yes, finally! We've been trying to go to Paris for the longest. We missed out on super cheap tickets, round trip from Newark for 250 last year, and we nearly cried tears. Tears, <laughs> I tell That's you. That's the worst. Yeah, it is. And I was just like, uh-uh. And I really want to go back to Santorini. That is like, like one of my friends it was just there. Um, her name is Avita. Oh, I want to go. Yeah. Oh, Mandy, when I tell you, OMG, like Santorini is either like perfect for your girlfriends or perfect for like romantic place for boo. I'm working and, on, I'm working on that honeymoon, honeymoon fun savings fund right now. Is that where you want to go? Where do you want to go for honeymoon? We, have, we haven't decided. Um, we're looking at Europe, but really it's going to come down to where do the points take us? Okay. <laughs> But I think I think Europe's going to happen. We've talked about Cuba, but that got put 
on the back burner. I'm thinking Europe. I just want to go somewhere like really cheesy, romantical that you would like, uh, you know, like just embrace the, like, where would Audrey Hepburn have sure. a honeymoon? Have you ever been to Paris? I have, but when I was younger, not as like a grown up. And I'd love to oh. go there. Um, but I kind of want something more remote and not so like, okay. uh, you know, big city, like exhausting. I don't want to be like exhausted. Okay. So like, not like an Ibiza. Be, no, I don't want to like be oots ootsing every night. Isn't that what they do there? <laughs> like, you know, it's so crazy. But because as soon as I, I said Ibiza in my mind, I was like dancing like. Mm, 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 mm. I took a pill in Ibiza. No, I don't want to take any pills. No. Hey, that speaking of the oots oots, did you watch? I know you. I know the answer, but did you watch the VMAs last night? I actually did not. <laughs> I watched. People. Shocker. <laughs> wow you thought you knew i wasn't gonna watch it i barely knew half the people i was like looking through the slideshow of vma's like red carpet arrivals i barely after beyonce i was like and who to what a what <laughs> i know i was like so i figured like i didn't even realize they were on and so like i was like what was i doing last night i think honestly oddly enough, i think i was just like reading like old lady and then i happened to look on facebook and i was like oh the the muzz is on and but i'm like yeah i don't care i'll just watch the clips that people tell me i should see so smart strategy right i saw beyonce obviously she slayed she did a full concert she was amazing um rihanna was okay um so let's talk about tiana taylor in that body God, is there a personal finance angle here? How much money would it cost you to spend on a gym membership to get that body? I mean, this woman had a baby. A baby, a full human being came out of this woman's body. She is like magnificently made. I'm like, wow, this but you know, she's like just the perfect size of like not super skinny, not like overly muscular. She's just like just God was like, we're gonna give you this thing. And no one else in the world will have it. Here you go. Be blessed and bless others. And she did. And if you missed it last night, you guys are scratching your head. So she starred in Kanye West's new video for Fade. Yeah. And we won't even mention the speech, his little little speech he gave before he just like he should just hit play on the video. I didn't even I didn't even watch. I was just like, like I said, I just caught the clips. I I watched Beyonce. I watched her. I didn't even watch Britney. I heard it was a little sad to watch, especially post Beyonce. So I didn't want to do it to myself. Britney came after Beyonce? I know. Why would they? They played her. That's called the setup. Oh, you don't have man. friends. I mean, Britney, just you gotta know your lane. Go back, you know, stay in Vegas. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, Britney's still dope. Like, I mean, I grew up with, like, you know, hit me, baby, one more time. So, you know, yeah, I'm feeling... She's, her, she's faded. It's not the same. Yeah, it's not. The but did you see Drake? Drake professing his love for Rihanna? I was like, aww. I, I, I also didn't watch, so I don't know why I even brought it up. But uh, no, I didn't see it. I read the, I read the headlines, though. He loves her. Drake just looks too much like my little brother. I, I have a really hard time, like, looking at him because everyone's like, oh, my God, Drake. Like, huh, so sexy. But he looks exactly like my baby brother, and I can't handle it. I can't. There's some Brown Ambition listeners that are like, so wait, so where's your baby brother located? Except my <laughs> brother is smarter, wiser, and has beautiful crystal green eyes. Um, Ooh, and ladies, he is newly single now that I mention it. That's gross. Never mind. I'm not his pimp. <laughs> Find him on your own. But he, but Al, my my little brother Alex is his name. He uh, he had like a little rap career in college. Um, and he just like couldn't deal with the Drake. He he got. I I think the Drake uh, comparisons. And to this day, he just walks down the street. People yell Drake at him. Um, I think it bothered him so much that so he just like put it on the table. But he was really talented. This little rap, Aww. this little hip hop career. I digress. Just baby yeah, but brother it was, love. 
but it was it was um it was cute. I mean, like I said, I I felt like from what I could understand that the the VMA seemed like you know people enjoyed them, although I did not partake. But you know, it was cool, I guess. Well, speaking of um, MTV and youth, uh, actually, there's no good segue for this. I really want to talk about the EpiPen controversy. Have you been uh, following this? Yes, there's six hundred dollars. Yeah, for an EpiPen. So, um, and you know what's crazy? I you always hear about EpiPens and allergies and stuff and that kind of thing, but I didn't realize how many of my friends and family rely on EpiPens for their kids or like for themselves and how how um how important they are and so this company mylon they like doubled the price of epipens to like six hundred dollars and even if you had a coupon it was still like my my cousin's wife um said that even with the coupon it was still 150 dollars for the epipen which is like all that stand between someone and death like if they have an, an allergy you know which is crazy and there was all this controversy. I even saw Sarah Jessica Parker. So apparently her son has a peanut allergy and she was like a spokesperson for this company. And then she like posted on Instagram, you know, I'm no longer going to be affiliated with them um, and like denounced it. And it looks like today, I think I, I'm pretty sure that they decided to lower the price by 50% in response to like all the controversy. Because that's just, I mean... Like you said, this is life-saving medicine, and you're putting someone in a position to say, I'm just going to have to die because I don't have it. Like, that doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, how does someone sleep? I was just talking to him about to Superman. I was, like, about it earlier, and I'm like, this, I bet I get that you have to make a profit, but how does one sleep at night knowing that you are sentencing some people to death because— you know, because of profit and I get that money has to be made, but at what cost, when does it, when does it become, okay, too much? Well, this is, this is a really crazy thing. Um, the fact that they, so they're basically releasing a cheaper version, a generic version of the EpiPen in the next couple of weeks in response to all this controversy. So it's going to cost $300 versus the $600 for the name brand, but they're still going to offer the name brand. And here's what people don't realize. Like, so if your insurance covers the EpiPen, like they're good, they're still, these, these pharmaceutical companies are still offering the more expensive one because they know if you don't pay attention, your insurance, you'll just put, you'll fill the prescription for the brand name EpiPen and your insurance company will pay for it. Um, and they're still going to get their money. So that's why they have these like two different, same thing, different prices. And this has always like pissed me off, but recently I got stuck. So I was picking up my monthly supply of lady pills. You know what I'm talking about. And I went to the drugstore and I had new insurance for the first time. And they told me my prescription was going to be $135. And I was like, say what to who? What about Obamacare? This should be free. But it was like, it was like the end of the day. I tried calling my insurance company. They, they were, they, uh, they had closed at 6 PM. Um, and it was, I needed to start the, this new cycle because I'm on, you know, a schedule or whatever. So I was just like, screw it here. Here's my money. I'll figure it out later. I ended up calling and it turns out my doctor messed up. So there's, I'll just go ahead and say, so I, of course I'm talking about birth control, but there's two versions of birth control that, um, I could have been prescribed. One is called Yaz, which is like the name brand one. The Mm -hmm. other one created the other one by the same company is called Yasmina. And so when my doctor sent in the prescription, they mistakenly put Yaz instead of Yasmina, or I don't know if they thought Yaz was short for Yasmina. They got confused by the drug company. 
And so I was given the the name brand prescription and thought I had to pay $135 when all along, if they had just put Yasmina, the generic, I would have had to pay $0. And by the way, would have gotten three cycles for free, like for three months supply for free. And I was just so mad that... Ugh. That 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 the drug companies do that, and it's it's like for all drugs, you know. There's always a more inexpensive generic, but so long as they know insurance companies will pay for the more expensive one, they just continue to market them. Yep, you're right, and it's just a shame because you know I forget who was that guy. Remember, there was a guy who was a super jerk, and he had um, a number of medicines that he jacked up the price like. 700%, something ridiculous. Martin Scarelli, yeah. Uh, and he laughed all his way, all like, like they had him, like, you know, testify before, like, Senate and all of a sudden. Basically, he thought it was a joke and he laughed and he laughed his did, way all the way to jail. Yeah. For, oh, he's in jail now? Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. He he was like, it was something else. It was, um, he had like misled, misled investors at his company or something like that. But yeah, he's... Well, look so. at God. Look at God <laughs> and baby and teenage Jesus working in our favor. <laughs> Karma. <laughs> Karma. <laughs> yeah, I think this, this EpiPen company just saw the writing on the wall. I don't think... I, I think after this whole Martin Screlly nonsense, and that was for a cancer drug. Yes, I remember is, that. Uh, even worse, I would say. Um, anyway, so... Boo, drug companies. I should have saved that for my brown boost, but I digress. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sure you guys have crazy drug uh, insurance stories out there. It is just, it's a nightmare. So if you guys have questions or stories you want to share, feel free to email us at um, brownambitionpodcast at gmail.com. And it, you know, it was funny because I was just talking to um, Linda, my best friend today, one of my best friends. And a friend of mine texted me. He said, hey, Tiffany, he saw my post about my friend Bree that passed away from um, diabetes and how Linda and I had were working on getting her services. And he was like, uh, one of my friends, his mother has had a stroke and she needs services. And I told Linda, like, we need to create like a because I was just asking her in passing because Linda went to school for social work and she's an advocate. And she just had so many resources of like, oh, girl, tell them to call this, tell them to say this, tell them to ask for that. And I'm like, why? People don't know this stuff. She said, no, they don't. And they don't know how to advocate. So I'm really trying to get Linda to like, because she's pretty like, you know, chill and quiet to like speak and share. So whether I do like some sort of free workshop. So because there, if you need help and you're not able to provide for yourself a basic healthcare, there are all of these resources. Like if you can't go food shopping for yourself, they will send somebody to cook for you, food shop for you, drive you around, all of this stuff. But most people don't do it. And if you don't push and you're not persistent, because, you know, they don't want to pay for it. But by law, that is your right. You have access to that. Um, And Linda was like, girl, like if you need medicine, she was like, there are laws in place that you will, you must receive them. You, you have to jump through some hoops, but she was like, they're in place. And I was just like, wow, she, so I'm trying to get like, um, you know, I don't know when I create some sort of spreadsheet or some sort of like one sheet of things you can do, because I feel like if more people knew you wouldn't suffer, especially if you have health issues, barring anything, I don't know about any major health issues. But I, when I, as you get older, you know, your parents are getting older. Like I'm in my mid thirties now. My dad is in his mid seventies. And I'm like, okay, like, you know, I'm grateful that he is, he doesn't have any major health issues, but I mean, how long does that last? He's in, he's in his mid seventies, you know? Yeah. I think it's only a matter of time for some, someone in your life, you know, something you're touched in some way by medical Mm -hmm. crisis. Um, And it's unfortunate that the system isn't set up to, 
in a lot of ways it is, but only if like you come prepared, you've got the insurance, you're prepared. If you're in a vulnerable position, it can, it can destroy you. I mean, how many cases of bankruptcy are caused by medical debt? I think it's over 50%. Um, it's, uh, it's bad, bad news bears. No. Yeah. So yeah, I just think knowledge is key and that's why we do what we do. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Are you ready for a brown boost, brown break? Yes, brown break, brown boost, brown break, brown boost, brown break. Uh, 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 uh. I'm calling the BB section. I'm trying to think. Should I boost or should I break? Um, I think I'm going to break, but it's kind of like lighthearted. Um, I'm going to break, take a brown break from unpaid invoices. What's if lighthearted you- about your money? I know, but you know, lighthearted, like in a Lord, like every entrepreneur I know, we have a little kiki giggle on like, you know, invoices taking forever or you having to remind companies like, Hey girl. So, you know, you owe me. Right. And so today was like invoice day. So I like emailed everyone, made some phone calls with my fake, Hey girl, Hey voice to be like, Hey girl, where's my goddamn money? No. (laughs) (laughs) And so (laughs) for real though, how, what is your, like, I think on behalf of everyone out there, who's like, isn't getting paid and like wants to know like what's your strategy how do you kindly nudge people to give you your money um so usually you know you come up with a strategy before like the 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 action takes place so typically if it's a client that i have not worked with um either i ask for prepayment or ask for payment after like right there so i've spoken today and as i step off stage check is handed to me so that's usually what happens. But every once in a while, like I have clients who I've worked with, so they've paid so before, so they don't typically have to pay me like right here, right then. But sometimes they drag their feet because they're like old clients. So I'm like, girl, you know how this works. Um, so I, I, if, if a payment is due on the first, I typically, if I haven't gotten payment within like four or five days, then like I'll send a reminder email, something like very passive aggressive, like, Hey, do you need anything else from me in order to, um, expedite payment? Like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and versus, and so, and then usually either they'll write back or they won't. And if they don't, um, within, if I don't hear back via email within two days, then I usually will pick up the phone and call, um, and just say like, Hey, what's going on? And even still, sometimes you still have to a few days later call again or email again. Um, And it usually doesn't take more than two or three emails for a client that's late. I have to say that I've never not gotten paid. Um, I know a lot of my clients, a lot of my friends who are entrepreneurs can't say that. But there was one time that I was dangerously close and it was $11,000 of not being paid. But I wrote the most sickening letter you have ever read. 
Woo, child. That letter is, is stuff of legend still to the client that didn't want to pay. And they were a municipality and they were, I didn't know, but they were notorious for not paying. And I did not know that. Um, they had ordered um, a ton of books. Like I myself had to pay $3,000 for the books. Um, like I think they ordered like 800 or 1,000 books or whatever. And then on top of that, I spoke. So altogether, it, they owed me $11,000. And I had been emailing them, emailing them, emailing them, nothing. And so I ended up writing a letter where I highlighted every single name, like highlighted yellow. Every per- every time I mentioned someone that I had spoken to, I highlighted and I said, see screenshot below, exhibit A, <laughs> just to show like, you know, just to show kind of like the paper trail. And I CC'd the, the mayor, I CC'd um, his staff, I CC'd every council member, I CC'd assembly people, I CC'd every body in power that I could think of that was not even related to my payment, but I just wanted them to know the shame of what was happening. And like I said, I bolded and highlighted every name of the person. It was only like three, three people who were kind of responsible for me not receiving payment. And I laid it on thick about how much I gave back to the city, how I had developed this city and all this other stuff and how I had been working in the city for years and how, why would they do this? And, you know, and, um, and then I said, you know, this is my last ditch effort. And I had even gotten the mayor's actually private email. Like, I can't even say where I got it from because I was like, I had people on the hunt, like, go get his email to make sure he gets this, even though he didn't have anything really to do with this. And I said, you know, this is my last ditch effort to reach out for fair compensation for what I delivered before I go to the media. That was the last line. And they had already known me to be on TV sometimes and like definitely in like um, major media outlets regularly. So I made sure to leave that. I left that lingering at the end, like live Richard, <laughs> Tiffany, <laughs> girl. Cool. These, these are people who had not called me in months. Five, Mandy, I mean, I, I don't even think my it took three minutes before my phone was the ring. Yo, my phone was jumping. Hello, 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 hello. I couldn't even decide who to answer first. Girl, <laughs> I'm like, oh hi, hey girl, yes. Oh, that was inappropriate that email, and I was told that my email was inappropriate, and then. By then, I was like livid. I said, inappropriate. I said, you want to know what's inappropriate? The fact that I have been messaging you for months, and the only reason why you're messaging me back is because I wrote that letter. I said, that's what's inappropriate. And the nerve of you to tell me I'm inappropriate for demanding payment. And she was just like, the girl on the other line was just like, after stuttering. And I said, you know. And then, she, and then somebody else called, and they said, you know, we can have your payment to you. You know, do you want to pick it up or do you want to submit? I said, no, I'll pick it up. And they made the woman who had been shading me bring it and walk it to my car. Like, walk the walk of shame across the street. <laughs> Girl, I was so shady. Meanwhile, I was in my gym clothes looking like a bum. But I was like, you see me in my 1999 Toyota Camry. This check is worth more than my car. <laughs> <laughs> and I rolled down the window just enough for her to slip the check in. And I gave her the look like, it didn't have to be like this. And I rolled the window back. <laughs> you brought this on yourself. <laughs> but what it did teach me was, one... Cause I didn't want to demand payment, you know, like I felt like, well, but sometimes you have to, you have to stand up for yourself and don't wait so long. The longer you wait for your money, the less likely it is that you're going to get it. Do not let two weeks pass. So if you don't have it in a few days, reach back out two days after that, reach back out two days after that, reach back out. It's better to be annoying because if you wait a month, people have moved on to other things. I went time I waited nine months for a, a magazine um, publication to pay me my money. It was like 600 bucks. It wasn't even like a, a whole lot of money, but nine months of bugging them, like, you know, out of principle, like, give me my money. 
So, mm-hmm. yeah, so today's brown break is just unpaid invoices. And I just, there's certain people who I would never, ever work with again. Some people just, you know, they, they were, there was a mistake or whatever, but some people you just would never, ever work with again. Good lesson. Yeah. I think a lot of people will find that useful. Uh, Somebody's like, somebody like, send me that letter, girl. I need a, a template. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, my brown boost, I'm going to do a boost because this was super helpful to me. And I know it's really awkward when you're traveling or hanging out with friends and you're spending it like, especially when you're going on like trips with someone, like you're going on a trip with your friend, like when you are like, Oh, I'll get this and Oh, I'll get that. And then everything's a big fat mess at the end. And you don't feel like, you know, one person paid more than the other. So I started using this app called TriCount, uh, T-R-I count. Which and there's a couple others like it. I think the the closest one to this one is called Splitwise. It's not the only app, but it's the one that I use and I like it a lot. And you can create a like kind of like create an expense report and you put in like who's involved and then you easily just add expenses to it. Like Mandy paid for this Uber, you know, so and so paid for that dinner, and it you say who and if you have more than like ten friends or a few friends and like someone goes grocery shopping but only two people eat the food, then you can put so-and-so paid and then so-and-so benefited from that or, you know, it was for whoever. And at the end of it, it does all the math for you and it just easily says, you owe Stephanie $75. Stephanie owes Chris $25. And it just like does it and it's so nice and like democratized and like there's no awkwardness. You know, it's like, well, Tricount said you owe me. So here, you know, give me the money. And then you could just send a little expense report to all your friends at the end and, um, you know, Venmo or whatever you do to, to send the money around. I like that. Try count. Okay. It's T-R-I-C-O-N-U-T? C-O-U-N-T. Yeah. If you spell correctly, that's, I mean, if you want to get tactical. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to find the app, if you're interested. (laughs) And I've heard Splitwise is good too, but like I said, this is the only, I haven't used Splitwise. I've only used TriCount. It's, it's basic. It gets the job done and it makes everything less awkward. And there's no like, you know, it just sucks when you have to get 17 checks, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just make sure your friends are good for it. No, but that's cool. I like that. Because, you know, these days as you get older, people pay for things and you want to make sure you get your payment back. Like, I just did, um, there was a, a all-white affair, like, um, like dinner en blanc in my city. And I was like, I purchased, like, six tickets. And then the people who were supposed to go didn't end up going. Um, but we were able to, like, get other people the tickets. And I'm still short because you're just like, ah! Because oh, you know how that annoying. works. You know, it is. And you're just like, oh, you know, and after a while, you're just like, you know what? Forget it. You know, like, I'll just eat that $20. But you never know where things come from. You're like, but I thought, and everyone's like, no, I paid my money. So mm-hmm. we should have used, you know, we should have used, well, the lesson learned is one, paying up front. But then lesson two, try counts. Lesson three, don't hang out with them anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't make plans with, you know, you go through life and you, you know the friends. You know the ones <laughs> so you need payment up front. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> Yes. You love them, but you know they need yes. you need a retainer fee or security deposit or whatever. <laughs> For the movies. Yeah, you do yes. have those friends that you're like, girl, or the friends are always like, oh, you got this for me? And you're like, the last petty time? No. Yeah. No. Yep. This is a, you know they're friends. Doesn't mean you can't right? be friends. It just means you have to adjust the way you handle things with them. Yeah, it's like the type of friends that make you swipe your Metro car. Like, girl, you got your Metro car? You're like, well, damn. <laughs> you don't have $2.75. That's a lot of money. That adds up. It is. But yeah, I'm not pointing any fingers, but you know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's our anniversary. <laughs> so what are your what's your win this week? Um, I have a win that I've been meaning to to say, and I keep forgetting, but I wanted to give this a shout out because um, if you listen to our show on single moms and the amazing single mom, Kiona Harris, um, she took her daughter on a a road trip cross country over the summer. And one of the things they did on their road trip was volunteer at different um, organizations along the way because, you know, they couldn't be any more perfect. And she told me about one of the organizations that they helped out um, based in Cleveland uh, by a woman named Kaveni Gilmore. And she started, she basically grew up in foster care. And when she um, was out of college age, you know, you age out of the system and you have to kind of just like go start your life. Um, And she actually ended up having, she basically went to college because she needed a place to live. Um, and she was homeless on her summer, on her winter breaks and fall breaks and things like that. So she decided, you know, a lot of young people when they age at a foster care have nowhere to go. So she decided to buy a house and turn it into like a halfway house kind of, um, uh, a home for foster children who have aged out of the system. Oh, I know it was, it, it was like a great initiative. It was called, or it, it is called hashtag foster care with hashtag spelled out. Okay. Um, but then I was reading up on her about Kevin E. Gilmore, and it turns out like this, this the house that she had bought and was preparing to turn into this little like oasis for foster kids, um, it was ransacked and burglarized um, back in the spring, and people had come in and stole like all the copper wiring and like the Ugh. hot water heaters, and it was a duplex, so they got double of everything, and oh no just thousands of dollars that she lost. So um, if you have, you know, I just thought I would give her a shout out. I believe they're still raising money to help replace some of the things that were stolen from the house. And they have a GoFundMe page up um, and you can just look up um, hashtag foster care on GoFundMe and you can probably find your way there. We'll put a link um, on this week's blog post with the podcast too. Um, But yeah, I was just, it was like a, yay, this is a win, but also it's sad when someone's trying to do some good in the world. Yeah, no, I'm done. I'm going to donate just because I, you know, it, it, it really is the the duty of those who have to help those who don't. And not just I'm not just talking about financially. I mean, you know, whatever gift that you have, you might be like, you know, I'm musically inclined. This person needs music in their life. But I feel like everyone has something that they can contribute. And if you can contribute to this amazing organization, then just imagine, I always think to myself, just imagine like when I see Superman outside, like playing with the kids and buying them pizza and school clothes. And like, like the other day we got school clothes came to the house and I'm like, this is not Supergirl school clothes color. And he looked all sheepish. He was like, oh no, that's for the girl next door. And I was like, oh, this is why I love you. Like who just buys random school clothes? The little girl next door told him the other day, I have a godfather, but you're my godfather now. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. She knows where the money comes in from. She was like, yeah. Kids are the original (laughs) capitalists. Yes, yes. She was like, so we dropped him just so we're clear. You're my godfather. (laughs) And, but just imagine if we all just took care of like the small circle of influence that you have, like just around you. Just imagine if people just did small acts of kindness like that, then Mm. you really could change and shift the world. You don't have to do huge overtures if, if you don't have it, just something as simple as, you know, doing something nice to someone in your neighborhood. Just fix your corner, you know, do a little bit. And this, that's all this woman was trying to do. So everyone go check out, uh, hashtag, hashtag foster care. Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to give. So I don't have a win, but I do have a book. 
So I am like really, really big on like the, um, like the laws that you've heard about, obviously like the law of attachment. Oh no, the law of attraction. Look, the law of attachment, the law of attraction. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, let me rewind. Okay. Yeah. So for those of you who've ever heard of the secret, the secret talks about the law of attraction, which just basically means the things that you think about, you bring about. And there's all of these other spiritual laws and um, so there's this great book I just saw that someone had posted it on Facebook. And I always wondered, like, you know, where could I read more of some of the other laws? Like I there's like the law of detachment, which I like. And um, Deepak Chopra actually has a book called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, a practical guide to fulfillment to the fulfillment of your dreams. And so I'm excited because I really want to dig more into um, these laws, you know, that because the law of uh of attraction has worked so well. The law of detachment I love, which just states that you're supposed to detach yourself from the outcome and just do good and just know that good is going to come. You don't know specifically in what way it'll be returned to you, but in some way it will be. So you detach yourself from the outcome and that has helped significantly. Like, especially like if I'm going out or, you know, like maybe I'm going someplace with a friend And, you know, you're like, okay, in order for this party to be fun, I want to be able to do this, 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 and this. And then if it doesn't happen, you kind of feel like, oh, I should have stayed home. But if you detach yourself from the specific outcome, you just say, you know what, I'm going to go out and enjoy myself, whatever that looks like. And um, so that's one of my favorite laws, detachment, of just allowing things to flow. I call this the law of low expectations. (laughs) Want to be happy in life? Lower your... It's so true, though. People don't want to hear it, but I'm like, lower thine expectations. (laughs) College graduates, maybe you won't make $100,000. How about that? Lower expectations. (laughs) And so I'm just excited just to read it. It's like, for for I got it on my Kindle. It's apparently not that long. It's like an hour read, which I mean, I should be able to go through it pretty quickly. um, If you have any... Because I love reading. I have a a wide range of the type of books I like to read. Like I, I love romance novels, but then I also really like books like this, the law, you know, the seven spiritual laws of success, but I also love marketing books. So I'm really like, I have a wide range of what I enjoy. So I would love if you have book suggestions of just a good book. I don't have any preferences. If you've read a really good book, um, please email us, share it. Um, tweet me at the budgetista tweet us. Um, is it the BA podcast? It is at the BA podcast on yes, Twitter. Yes, at the BA podcast. Sweet Mandy, Mandy with an I. Um, you're not Mandy Money. It's Mandy Woodruff on Twitter. Yep. Yeah. And so because I'm, I'm, I'm looking always to, I have my Kindle with me always. And so sometimes I'll flip through and say, well, what do I feel like today? So I like to always have a ton of like unread books that I can get to at any moment. Mm-hmm. Me too. School's back in session, so everyone get on them books. I know, you gotta read, honey. Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.